Welcome to Spider-Verse Minute, the tri-weekly podcast where we watch Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse one minute at a time. I'm Sean Slater. And I'm his sister Caroline. And today we're watching Minute 105, which opens with Miles running along a crane and ending a minute later with Miles flying through the air. I have titled this minute, Met the Roommate. (laughs) (laughs) Because that's the most important thing that came out of this minute. <laughs> yes, definitely. That is the most important thing. No, I'm kidding. Just to start out, I love how this minute starts where it's like, and for like two days, I've been the one and only Spider-Man. So when he first said this, I was like, mm-hmm. does that mean he's? it's been two days since he got his powers? But no, it obviously means that this is two days after the um, after all the Kingpin stuff. I feel like it has to be, because that's when he, like, became Spider-Man. Yeah, and he says the one and only Spider-Man, and that's when everybody this else left. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so he's uh, this is still only, like, a week after he got his powers. <laughs> <laughs> Two weeks after he got his powers. Boy's been practicing. <laughs> yeah. I love the parallel. I think they've revealed a new uh, Spider-Power in this, where they, they're drone attractors, because yeah. <laughs> both him and and uh, Peter were hit by drones. <laughs> I do, I do love how they add that little detail. Yeah, because like it's something that like keeps. It's such a small thing, but it keeps Spider-Man uh, modern. Yeah. It's like, he's still relevant. It's like, they're not keeping him in any specific decade. It's like, no, drones are around. <laughs> and you gotta avoid them. And yeah, I think I think he's, he and Peter have discovered a knack for finding drones when swinging. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love that he got his essay done. Yes. And I love that when we see the cover of his essay, it's actually his art. Yeah, with the... the... I love that. Great expectation um, yeah. tag that he had created mm-hmm. uh, with his uncle. Which, do you think he redrew that, I guess? It looks like he probably just uh, redrew that on top of it. We see, actually see the sketch in his notebook early on in the movie when he's with his uncle. Yeah, I think the one in his book said great expectation, so I think he might have just like copied it. I had forgotten that he had uh, initially drawn the um, the expectations tag that he was working on so yeah it makes sense that he would have uh, done this one by hand i love when he see when he's talking about like how he saved people before you know he gets hit by the drone i love how we see it like through people filming on their phone yeah it it feels like he's like showing off for them oh definitely that boy was showing off for them (laughs) he was he was definitely showing off and then the drone came along and knocked him down a peg Do you think they, like, specifically lined up, like, he's like, hey, hey, guys, watch this, and then, like, swung around or just saw that, like, the kids were out either going into or coming out of school, and he's just like, oh, I'll show off for them, and... They had their phones out and ready, so I think he might have been swinging by from something, and then they're like, yo, Spider-Man, and people had their phones out, so he's like, ah, I'm gonna show off for this for these people. Okay, but, yeah, that totally fits in with his... Yeah, unless he was showing off beforehand, which is also possible. But <laughs> He's like, just with always their, showing off. <laughs> you know, as you do. 
the way he was posed and and sliding through the air and everything gave me a very like exposition vibe to it where it's like oh these are the people that like have really really fine control over their cars and are able to like drift through the courses really tightly and do all these really cool like stunts with their cars um Mm. it had like that kind of vibe where it's like oh this is miles and it you know what it is it was more the like motorcycle stuff because there is a like motorcycle stunt where the people will get up uh on wheelies and then throw their feet up um like throw their feet up onto like above their handlebars and they get into a pose very similar to what miles is oh yeah i know which one you mean yeah and so that's that's what it feels like is those kind of stunt bikes stunt cars Mm -hmm. sort of vibes Mm -hmm. um and i just imagine like people doing very similar things if they were to get like you know if a bunch of people got spider powers and just Honestly, have them yeah. <laughs> doing stuff like, like that not? where they're just doing these really cool like stunts with um while swinging on their webs yeah and especially considering his age like that's totally yeah. something he would do it's like yeah i got these abilities of course i'm gonna do cool tricks yeah uh after that we get cut to this very sweet moment of miles standing on jeff's shoulders yeah when it's like made a mural at the police station with my dad and we're gonna get cut out which is first off super sweet yes and again it's reminiscent of him standing on his uncle's shoulders as he yeah. was doing the mm-hmm. um the no expectations tag this time they're making a mural for his uncle aaron and i never noticed this before just because it kind of went by too quick and i was always admiring all the other things is that it says Uncle Aaron rest in power? I loved that. And then like they both signed it at the bottom. Oh, yeah, he totally. <laughs> I kind of forgot what Miles's last name was, and I was like, "Wow, Miles just put his first and last name up on there." <laughs> <laughs> but no, you're right. They totally both did sign that. Yeah, they do. No, I thought it too for sure. I'm like Miles Jefferson. Wait, what? I'm like, oh. <laughs> But I thought that was such a sweet moment, and I I do love that mural so yeah, much. Yeah, it's such a great so mural. It's very cool. Do you think so? It's obviously that AD is his first and last name, mm-hmm. but do you think that they just stuck him in a circle, or that his middle name begins with O? Hmm. I think they just stuck him in a circle because I think if they made it a specific O, they would have been a little more detailed in making it an obvious O. But this one just feels more like circle, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I th- I think it's I think it's just a circle. I don't think his middle name begins with an O. It could. I don't think that was what they were going for though. <laughs> then we get the whole point of this minute. <laughs> Miles finally meeting Genki. Yes, after after living with him for 3 weeks. <laughs> <laughs> whole point of this minute. But yes. There's it's a very short sequence, but there are two things I love about this. First off, Genki jumps when Miles shows up upside down. Yeah. <laughs> and he's just like, what the? <laughs> cool. It's more of a, like, he's just constantly, like, st- like this is probably like the fourth time Miles has done this to him. <laughs> and he's still just like, good lord, Miles. <laughs> Get off the ceiling. <laughs> it looks more like a, like, he's still kind of getting used to it. He's like, what is that? Oh, right, it's my roommate. <laughs> oh, right, my roommate's Spider-Man. Yeah. And then when they fist bump, this is another one that like I never really noticed it, mostly because it went by too fast. So when they fist bump, it says best buds. And I'm like, aww, 
Miles has a friend. <laughs> Miles isn't a total loser. Yeah. Like, I mean, he's an other friend, but I think he has a friend in this dimension. Yeah, as we say, his total now comes up to two friends. Um, <laughs> no, he's got. He's still got friends at uh, Brooklyn Middle, but. Yeah, then I, I enjoy the uh, sticker placement joke. Yeah, and it's the same. The Spider-Man's the same style that he wrote the Spider-Man on Kingpin. Yeah. Which I think, I feel like if he puts those stickers or makes those stickers elsewhere, that'll be another thing that like his dad realizes like, wait a second, Spider-Man has the same style art as my son does. Yeah, I feel like that's what they're probably going to do is like, he's going to take a look at that note and be like, this is very similar to Miles' style. Then we get a very sweet, short montage of all the other spider people in their own dimensions. Yeah, you say sweet, but Spider-Ham's eating a hot dog. Does he know what those are made of? I mean, he (laughs) might not care because he was originally a spider bitten by a radioactive pig. That's true. So he might not see it as cannibalism. (laughs) Maybe. I guess not. Yeah. No, I I saw that too and I'm like... Or maybe they're all just vegetarian hot dogs in his world. Oh, maybe. With great fryers comes great hospitality. (laughs) Oh, I never noticed that before. That's hilarious. Oh, that's great. (laughs) In in Penny's clip, they show the little spider, like, pulling the screwdriver over for her. I thought that was the cutest thing. Yeah, and she's got her um, bucket full of gumballs next to her. Mm-hmm. Girl, girl has her. She has her go-to snack, and apparently it's gumballs. Yes. And you know, uh, I mean, the, the, all the others are are pretty sweet. Noir finally solves the Rubik's cube. Gwen has a selfie. Which I'm. Why did they take the selfie on the bus? <laughs> the, the picture's taken right after she says he'll let him know uh, if she's got any like friend slots open up. Mm, good point. And yeah, I, I like how you can you know. Very obviously see Peter's legs in the background. Oh, no, I thought that was the best thing. I do love her um, cell carrier is DC. Ah, I didn't <laughs> notice that. <laughs> the corner. But yeah, I, I I like Gwen's the best. Gwen's is my favorite. Hers is kind of bittersweet mm-hmm. in that like she's like, oh, yes, my friend. How 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 do I miss him? And and then Peter's is also really nice with. I like Peter's. Peter's is probably my second favorite. He cleans up very well. He's also, like, doesn't have his gut anymore. Yeah, I feel like he's also, he's probably worked it out a little bit. He's like, yeah, oh. time to clean up and, you know, have have MJ, like MJ's smile, um, or like, you know, start of a smile there at the end is great. I do love how they kind of kept that open-ended, where it's like, they just show him trying and they don't really go farther than that. Yeah, it's it's pretty much implied that like it's you know things are gonna go up from there though. Yeah, I like how they did that where it's like they're not immediately okay. <laughs> yeah, like it's like no, they're probably like, it's gonna start getting better. Yeah, and he's still nervous too, which is nice. Mm-hmm. The last thing I have is I love the callback to MJ's speech after Peter died. That Miles brings up is anyone can wear the anyone can wear the mask. Yeah, uh, I thought it was really sweet. I might have choked up a little bit watching <laughs> it this time. Maybe, possibly, absolutely, I did. <laughs> <laughs> I just like it's a little cheesy thinking about it because it's like it. 
when you just say that, like, oh, no, he flat out says anyone can wear the mask, even you can be behind the mask, it kind of sounds like it's very after-school specialty. Yeah. But, like, the way it comes off in the movie, it doesn't sound like that in the movie. It it does come off a little bit that way for me, but it, it sounds like something that, you know, 14-year-old Miles would say. Yeah. It, it's nice in that um, childishness about it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And, like, not childish in a, a negative connotation, but, like, just it's got that, that youthful optimism. I think what makes it work and kind of keeps it out of the super cheesy, hokey after-school special thing is that it does have that childhood genuineness to it where it's like they're not talking down like anyone can be behind the mask it's like no anyone could like it he it's so so genuine and oh i just pictured how so many little kids are probably thrilled by that line yeah well i love like one of the things that um came out of this was the um spider sona like social media trend What's your spider sona? I loved that trend. That was a cool trend. It it's also cool because they did a Spider Verse two mini series mm-hmm. uh, recently, and in the back of all of those issues, they had a couple pieces of fan art that like got sent in, oh, um, so you could see, you know, different people's takes on them. I love that. Well, and I think it fits so well to, for this line to come from Miles as well. Yeah. Especially when you consider that, like, he was written, like, for diversity in a way. Not yeah. exactly, but, like, you know what I mean. Like, he was written, he was, if I remember correctly, he was one of the first, if not he was the first uh, characters who was, like, taking over a main name. Yeah, it depends on how you define it. Um, yeah. Because, yeah, like, DC, I think, has done this a lot better than Marvel has, where you had, like, Barry Allen is technically a legacy character of uh, Jay Garrick as The Flash, and even Barry Allen has a legacy character of his own in his nephew Wally West. And then, like, the Green Lanterns have their own muddled, you know, trail of legacy characters, or at least characters that could be that have taken up the mantle of Green Lantern, um, going with like Hal Jordan being the first one to take over. And then after that, you have like Guy and John and um, Jessica and a bunch of others after that. But that's also muddled because you've had them take over at, at you know, sometimes at the same time, sometimes at different times, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and then like you have the, the different Robin characters uh, of Batman's sidekick and, um, you know, those there's always only been one Robin at a time, but the other characters sort of sort of like graduated out of that role. And then, um, you know, on the the Marvel side, Miles is probably the first legacy character that like or he's he's the first one to take over such a big name that was um, a minority. Because you had, like, Scott Lang took over as Ant-Man, but, you know, that was a white character going to a white character and a white man going to a white man at uh, that. You had uh, Kate Bishop take over as Hawkeye after Clint's death, and so there it was changing from a man to a woman. Um, but it still was, you know, two two white characters. And so, like, I really think Miles is the... F- he seemed to kind of kick off this new wave of 
characters taking over legacy names because after because uh, after him you get like Kamala Khan taking over the Miss Marvel name since Captain Marvel changed her name and and Miles is sort of that first wave of these uh characters that are minorities taking over the new mantles with you know Miles being half black half hispanic and Kamala being a a Pakistani Muslim taking over the the mantle of Miss Marvel um and then you also have like Amadeus Cho who is Asian American and you know characters like that coming in and sort of this this better wave of characters coming in i think x23 might even be mixed um i forget what her mother's ethnicity is i i think her in the like logan movie she was hispanic i want to say mexican but that might have just been because that was where her the like lab they were working in i forget if the woman was actually mexican or not um but you, you have this sort of new wave of characters taken over that way yeah like he he's a very loved character now and like we haven't talked about it since probably the first or second minute of the movie cuz it's been talked for a while like it's been cuz it hasn't really been like plot important but like him being a person of color and like a mixed like it's just part of who he is and i i know so many people who are like no i or like i've seen people say like miles represents who i am and it's like it's great to see that in a hero for a change like yeah people had black panther but not everyone could attach to black panther yeah miles was an american kid who became a, like an american superhero this yeah. is not me dissing on black panther either i'm just saying <laughs> more people seem tend to relate to miles because of that at least at a younger age than they can with black panther sometimes that's all I really want to ask. So I just, I love how he's like, he gets to say like, anyone can be behind the mask. And I was like, yeah, he's proof of that. Anyone can be. It's not a second Peter Parker. It's a, it's a brand new kid who like, yeah, he has similarities, but it's more just like, they're both awkward teenagers. Yeah, he's got, he's got the um, like archetypal similarities, but not the um, exact, like, he's not just a clone of Peter. And that's awesome <laughs> the the last thing i wanted to touch on with this minute was just how much fun you can tell miles is having swinging through um and just like all the cool moves that he's pulling off and um just being like yeah this is fun yeah do you have anything else to add no that was all i had that's all i have for this minute as well Thank you all for listening to this week's episodes. If you'd like to reach out to us, you can find us on Twitter at, at SpiderverseMin, M-I-N. Or you can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube, Spider-Verse Minute. Or you can shoot us an email at podcast at SpiderVerseMinute.com. Hope that you'll catch in next week where we will be getting to the end of the movie. Like the end end. Credits and everything. <laughs> Until then, thanks for listening. Bye.